Hello and welcome to a new episode of Behind the Scenes of Happiness, Motivation for Motivators. I am your host, Christoph Spiesens. If you're a coach, trainer, therapist, HR professional, a motivational speaker or author, maybe a team manager or any other type of leader in your industry, then this podcast is for you. How easy is it for us to walk our talk? How congruent is our lifestyle with our career choice? How do we keep our own cup full? Let's find out from my guest today, spiritual mentor and photographer Edward Pike. Good morning, Edward. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. I'm good. It's a great joy to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining. And Thanks for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, you are in a massive stage of celebration, I believe, because you've just released this beautiful book called I Am, and then the tagline is Awaken Your Nature. Have I got that yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Would you care to share a little bit with our listeners what the book is about, how it came about, mm. and something more about the intriguing title? Because I believe you're mainly based in Crete, the beautiful island yeah. of Crete. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it's um, a book that's been coming together the past four years. It's a combination of... Uh, you know, the work I've been doing, of the retreats I've been running, and of the photography I've been taking in Crete. And was very intuitive uh, creation. Uh, yeah, photography was always a, a hobby for me until about, say, a year, a year and a half ago when I realized I had so much um, material that I could create something quite amazing from it. And then from that, I kind of followed the flow of creation, and it ended up being this, this book, which is... Um, an invitation for people to reconnect, reconnect with themselves, with nature, with life, with uh, their fellow human beings, with humanity, with their divinity, with all of those things that we kind of lose a bit of connection with, with our roots, with our inner beings. And that causes, of course, a lot of our suffering, a lot of the destructiveness, a lot of the pain that we're seeing in, in ourselves and in, in the world. And, um, so the, the, this is like a combination of three things that I absolutely love, which is photography, of course, but also the, the land that I call my home and my soul feels so at home there, which is the island of Crete in Greece and uh, spirituality and transformation. And so it's a, it's, a, it's a meditative book. The invitation for the reader is to really drop into each photo, take time to connect with it. There's a, a statement that accompanies each photo, an mm-hmm. I am statement. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and the idea is that through the eyes we can re-regulate our system. So we we experience this disharmony in our systems through just landing as a child in a disharmonious uh, field, if you want, a, a collective, and that creates disharmony in our hearts and our eyes and our brains and our whole bodies. And through imagery, through beauty, through connecting with um, yeah, these images that have harmony and life and color and light. Um, we start to re-regulate ourselves. We start to regulate the eyes and open the heart and kind of open through the heart feel this shared connection that we have with our planet and our our fellow human beings. Um, So that's in a nutshell what the book is about. It's like a a meditative journey through these photographs and through these words uh, really designed to awaken the Mm. real self in people. And 
you know, whatever each person needs to receive from it uh, would be completely different. Some people have experienced just a real sense, a real inner knowing of their connection with nature and a real desire to go out and spend more time in nature. Mm-hmm. Some have experienced like this deep knowing that they are free to be whatever they choose to be and that, you know, beyond their personality or beyond their identity, there's, there's freedom and they've experienced a real sense of a new, like even my mother was like, I realize I can be anything. And that was really beautiful to hear. There's a sense of complete freedom. Wonderful. Well, um, actually you're you sound very enthusiastic about it so let's start with the basics a massive congratulations Mm, thank you the the, the release of this beautiful book um i saw it yesterday and clearly it's a very timely book it's it's a it's almost as if there was um a coming together of your passion for photography and your skills and your natural talents as a spiritual leader so Mm -hmm. it's now seems a perfect time to give people extra guidance and extra tools to to use your words which i I love to re-regulate and to recalibrate with who they really are with their passions with their joys um so that they can become a better leader for themselves have have i got that right so yeah that's beautiful exactly so I'm going to, as, as you may know, the purpose of this podcast is to give our listeners a little bit of an, an insight into the world of the people who help people. Um, mm. And that, that's not always as pretty as it <laughs> or comes across or glamorous, exactly as it comes across <laughs> on our websites, perhaps, or the marketing <laughs> materials. And, and, and so my, my, my first main question, um, Edward, for you would be, I remember when I wrote my first book back in 2009 Mm. i remember or it soon became clear to me that as i was writing the book i realized that a lot of what i was writing about i was actually writing for myself Mm. it was a healing journey that was happening and it just so happens that you share your knowledge and your insights with a wider public which is Mm. which is wonderful but there was definitely an element of win win um, I would say. So my question is, how much about your book is helping you as much as it is helping your readers? Yeah, if, that makes, if that question makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. Mm. That's a very juicy question as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so the most ob- clear and obvious thing for me is actually the title. The title is I Am. And um, it's a real coming together of my own process of showing myself and of um, stepping into my own gift, into my own space, you know, for many, many years. Um, you know, I've, I've been hiding and I haven't been afraid of taking the space, of showing who I truly am, of mm-hmm. sharing my essence with the world, of feeling this sense of innate importance, uh, not from an egoic level, but a really divine importance that we all carry. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this book through its creation and especially now through its sharing is like an, a doorway into that, stepping into really o- accepting and owning uh, who and what I am mm-hmm. as, a, as, a, as a person, as a being. Um, and through the process of creation, I mean, many, many things were stirred up, you know, um, many, many things, of course, feelings of who am I to be doing this? Is it going to work? What am, am I crazy? You know, um, what is this um, idea yes. that you have? 
some of the fear stuff kicking in as well yeah exactly mm. so a lot of learning to just and also to, to really trust that that in my, in my intuition and my, my guidance mm. like this i could never have planned this book it was it's been, t- been taken over four years of, of retreats and trips really randomly and the way it kind of fit together into this beautiful creation was so you know guided Every single step of the way, something would happen. I would hear a piece of information or someone would give me um, uh, an idea. It would come from outside or from within. And it just, you know, this, the, the process of it was completely intuitive and uh, really, really guided. So I really learned to trust mm-hmm. that invisible, invisible knowing, that invisible sense that is, you know, that invisible, invisible presence mm-hmm. that uh, I then invite us to connect to through the book. Wonderful. So it sounds like it's it was a fairly easy journey. Um, yes, I w- okay. it wasn't like you know wrought of pain. I mean, of course, the past four years have been. So it's hard to say you know what's connected with the book and what isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's also a, a kind of a photo diary of my last four years in Crete. So it has photos of retreats and photos of trips. Right. Right. Um, so in the same way that we experience writer's block, for example, which mm. which is a, a, a myth altogether, but that's a different <laughs> that's a different yeah. podcast probably, um, because it's just a temporary moment of of, of you know mm. lack of focus perhaps or, or being mm. disconnected um, or not stepping through that doorway that you I love that word that you used a moment ago. Um, have you experienced something similar to writing writer's block? Yeah, there have been many moments on the creative process of doubt and of um, of what you know, wanting to give it up, or, or just thinking, okay. what am I doing? Like, what okay. is this? Yeah. And this is where I wanted to. I'm sitting here with a smile on my, with a cheeky smile on my face, Edward, because yeah. this is where I wanted to come to. Because this is exactly what I mean. One moment, and I'm saying this with the greatest love and the greatest respect. Okay, but one moment we talk about being in flow, and the whole thing is intuitively guided, and it's it's beautiful, and then. Under the same breath, we say, oh, I felt stuck or it wasn't flowing. So how, mm. how, how does that square up for our listeners? Or if, if someone from your work, if a, you know, a workshop participant would, would reflect mm. that back to you, what would you say? How do we strike mm. the balance between one and the other? I don't think they're different things. Mm-hmm. I think the, the flow takes us to the moments of stuckness and moments of blocks. So... Um, the image that comes to mind is like a stream or a torrent that has, you know, twigs or piles of leaves that block the flow. And when we are really listening to our guidance and to this, this flow, which what just wants us to express more of ourselves and just wants to be more present and more embodied and more here in life, it takes us to those blockages. It takes us to those um, places of stuckness in our bodies, in our hearts, in our minds. And through that process, you know, it invites us to open them and it can be, that can be really tough and scary and we're feeling different things and you know we go into judgment and blame of ourselves or mm-hmm. the experience all our or past memories whatever is needed whatever's released with that that um opening of that block but through that block which is kind of in in this in this flow in my experience it opens up more of us it opens up more of of this of ourselves i totally know. totally totally resonate with that i think you've just given a beautiful explanation um, of that process and how to best reposition yourself mm. so that you actually see the benefits of that moment of stuckness, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. it is like you said, it's a little it's a little gift. And if you unwrap it, you learn 
that there's something in it for you. Um, yeah, in, in Kabbalah they say there's so much, you know, in every blockages there's so much light. And mm. I experienced that in some, mm. in every block, if you really go into it, uh, you know, with, with support, with your, with the know-how, with your breath, or just being with whatever's coming up, mm. and yeah, it, it does release a lot more. Just from my experience, it just, something clicks and something. It, exactly. It's merely a realignment, isn't it? And mm. or it's shifting gears or changing lanes, whatever you want to call it. And sometimes that puts you on, on a better track, an even better path. Mm. And you come up with, even better inspiration and insights and, and yeah. material for the people you help and for yourself. Yeah. But what, what, what you said there was really, really important. I would like to come back to it because it's in those moments that often things kick in such as shame, fear. Mm. Um, so it's almost like be going a step beyond doubt and being, you know, blocked, being stuck. Yeah. And, and, and those things are potentially dangerous is a heavy word but dangerous because mm. they can make you you know um feel really awful at times yeah. and and so what would you what what guidance can you give our listeners there is it mm. just a matter of then really taking time out or wrestling with it or, or pondering on what's happening meditating mm. what what is what do you do what is your strongest tip yeah um, that's a good question as well. I think the first step is always to recognize where we're at. Mm. And, you know, that can take as long as long as it needs to take. Sometimes it takes us a moment. Sometimes it takes us a week. Sometimes it takes us a year <laughs> to recognize that we're stuck in something, you know, because mm -hmm. we all have our masks that, that keep us away from feeling whatever we're feeling. Yeah, so, this is not happening to me. It, it can't. Yeah. It can't be happening to me. Yeah, or, or not even acknowledging <laughs> that it's happening. You know, being in our minds, being in the yes. future, being in the past, being on blame or judging, or just being disconnected from our bodies, you know, and our breath. And so awareness is the first. Yeah, awareness, yeah. of course. Yeah, and 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 without beating ourselves up, if it does take us months to recognize, to really come out of denial of what's happening. Uh, and so to bring out as much awareness and consciousness to what actually is happening, mm -hmm. to check in maybe on a regular basis uh, with ourselves or with someone else, someone external who can reflect back to us where we're at. You know, um, okay, so I work with a lot. I have my own mentors yeah. and, and guides and, mm -hmm. okay. and also support structure with friends and, and my community. So, so reaching still, out for support. Yeah, reaching out for support. Um, and receiving that support, you know, like ah. being open as much as possible to receiving that support. Because mm. if we're very attached to this mask or mm. really don't want to go there with what's coming up, then we'll find all ways, all sorts of ways to not receive mm. the wisdom of the others. Um, yeah, and I, in a nutshell, I would say that's yeah. you know, good, a good first step. Anyway. Absolutely. No, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pivotal first step. And then from the support and from the awareness things the right things will flow and that's where the, mm. the trust comes in yeah and and also if, if if i may add i think in my and this is coming from my own experience is to not be too proud to mm. work with some of the information that will come yeah. you know come to you when you work when you ask other people for help because they may well give you stuff that actually you didn't want to hear but actually you needed to hear very much mm. so it's like okay um take a step back sit with that and mm. let the 
ego. I'm not a big fan of the word ego, but let, step out, let that step out of the way and then take the information for how it can really help you. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And really pass it through, through our own hearts. Mm. You know, that's the, maybe a third thing to add is to reconnect with the heart. The heart is the guiding mm. system. And often when we're stuck, when we're, you know, we're probably in our heads, mm -hmm. we're not, we're not actually wanting to feel something in the body. Like you mentioned the shame or, mm. or whatever, those emotions of fear or mm. anxiety or even disgust or anger, frustration that we have. A lot of us creating our, you know, what we love brings up frustration and it's important to feel mm -hmm. that. So as much as possible then to drop back into the body with the breath and to reconnect with the heart. So then we can also pass whatever information we receive from outside through that filter totally. that's really important to, to always pass it through our own inner guidance inner guiding system to, to to see what we what we can receive what is you know what is important for us in the moment um and uh, yeah to kind of take it in in but um always trusting our our own alignment first i would say uh, and then and then from that knowing that it's also going to come from from outside mm-hmm Absolutely. Um, you work with healers, you work with coaches, you work with people who work standard office jobs, you work with mm -hmm. senior executives, your audience. It's very eclectic. Mm -hmm. Are there some common denominators that you experience in, ter in, 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 term sorry, mm. in terms of themes that people are struggling with looking to transcend what, yeah. what's what's going on in in the world of um yeah spiritual mentoring yeah um i think the one common thing that really unites everyone that i work with is um a desire to awaken let's call it that a desire to to understand or to mm. to connect with the with a what they what they get a sense of is beneath the surface um, and that can show up in many different ways for people. Sometimes it shows up uh, really with uh, a painful experience or it can show up with um, just a, a sense that there's something more to them, there's something more to life, there's something more that they need to be doing but they just can't quite put the finger on what it is. Mm. Um, so it's often people that are, have, you know, um, I don't know what I might, you might call it an orient, spiritual or orientation like not that they're practicing anything but they they know in their hearts that you know there's a connection that there's more to us that there's mm -hmm. more to this life than meets the eye mm -hmm. and uh yeah sometimes we're forced into those uh, you know into those rec rec recognitions through pain and through uh, struggle and through um through things that happen to us or seem to be happening to us in life and sometimes it's more of a of an exploration, you know, people that want to want to do a bit more work, inner work on, on discovering who they are and what, what they are beneath the surface. And how do you, the reason I'm asking this next question is because you, what you were describing there is, I would say, nine, if I had to put a number on it, 95% um, similar to the kind of issues and work that I do with, with, with my um, mm clients and the people I work with what I sometimes experience and this is going going to lead me into the question that I have is that I need to be very careful how I manage as a coach as a facilitator of workshops and, and working with large groups of people how I manage that huge amount of energy that I'm up against 
mm. or that I'm working with. Um, because if I don't do that, it will somehow affect me. Mm. And so my question for you is, do you sometimes experience, again, bearing in mind the, the angle for this podcast, do you sometimes experience, how, how easy is it for you to work with these with all this stuff that your clients approach you with. Mm. Does it sometimes affect you? Do you sometimes need to take time out, reset, recalibrate, or mm. do you just breeze through? Mm. That's a good question. Um, for sure, and I, I take time out. Mm -hmm. you know, I take time in nature. I take time to connect with myself. The main thing is I kind of follow, I, I try as much as I can follow my needs. I follow, you know, what's coming up for me in the moment. Um, so, and I really trust in that, the, the, in my, again, my, the inner guiding system that knows exactly what, what I need. So it's not, I don't really have a conscious practice of, oh, I've worked with someone, I need to like, do this mm -hmm. exercise. Mm -hmm. So plans, I, I never had that. But I, I do have the, 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 the awareness of being as much as possible in tune with what I need in, that, in the moment. You know, what's going to make me feel good or feel joy or what, what do I just get a sense of that, that I need to do for myself? Do I need mm -hmm. to stay there an extra hour? Do I need to go for a walk this morning? Do I need to move? Do I need to, you know, see people okay. kind of being in touch with it that way? And then you act on those instincts? Yeah, as much as possible. It's not, of course, it's never perfect. You know, there's uh, so many other things in our systems that uh, keep us from that at times, but as much as possible and more and more, I think that more and more, work we do or more and more pure in, um, in the cleansing and the purification of all of these blockages and resistances and, and things in us the more it happens naturally I think we just become more and more an embodiment of life you know, mm -hmm. a vessel for life force but that does mean going through these blocks and these resistances to, to allow more of that flow and in that flow I've always found that there is you know, elements of the self-care of the looking after ourselves mm -hmm. that are really healthy and really really clear and really useful for us what is the one thing that you do very regularly, the one thing that you swear by that you would like the whole wide world to know in terms mm. of self-care? What is your number one tip? Mm. Or is it a collection of things? Well, yeah, there's one thing that comes to mind, which mm. is uh, a process I use to nearly daily to, to stay in alignment with what I'm creating or, and where I am in terms of that own relationship with it and it's it's using the this the you know the standard coaching structure of like vision where do i want to be the current reality and the action to take but doing it intuitively mm -hmm. and really give myself time in the morning to to breathe to to meditate and to drop into a heart space to receive information mm -hmm. for those three things and that more often than not just brings you back completely to myself and to a sense of alignment with where I need, where, where to, to reconnect with where I want to be, you know, what my heart is calling for mm. uh, and then give me some information as well on like what's, where, what's actually happening right now that's maybe stopping me from being there or what's happening in, in my life, in my mind, in my body that's, you know, um, just blocking me from being where I really want to be and then how can I move from that? And doing that is what makes you walk the talk and therefore a very authentic spiritual mentor mm. because you're practicing what you're preaching, so to speak. Mm. And yeah. that's what people want to see. Uh, yeah. When I work with people, it, I want to know 
that they are being congruent with what they're, mm-hmm. you know, exposing, so to speak. So what, if people want to learn more about you, Edward, and perhaps yeah. explore your upcoming retreats, um, which I'm sure you'll have more of in the next summer season um, in, in, in beautiful Crete, um, or even in the, in the UK, because I know that right now you're in the UK, you're visiting um, Brighton, you're visiting London um, yeah. and other places. What is the best way to make contact with you and explore what you're all about? Yeah, so maybe they can head to the website edwardpike.net mm-hmm. and just start from there. There's a ton of resources and blog posts and videos and information on, on what I offer, on information on the book and information on the, the soul quests that I run in Crete. Okay. Um, yeah, and they Wonderful. can yeah. me through that for sure. And the book can also be purchased through the website. Through the website is available in all major online retailers, Amazon, yes. and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. And it's a beautiful book. Like I said at the beginning of the of the podcast, I've I've had a chance to look at it. It's beautifully produced. It just oozes energy. It oozes authenticity. It oozes a true call to awaken our nature. And I would highly recommend it to anyone. So, Edward, from the bottom of my fellow coaching heart, thank you Mm -hmm. very much for all your wisdom, your insight, and your energy. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your whirlwind tour in (laughs) um, the UK before you jet off back to Crete. (laughs) And um, I'll speak to you again soon. Yes, thank you. Thanks again, Edward. Thank you very much for listening to today's episode of Behind the Scenes of Happiness. If you want to connect with me, please visit ChristophSpeesons.com. Of course, you can also find me on all social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Thanks again and I look forward to sharing more energy with you on the next episode. Bye for now.